Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday afternoon and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement as always on the Max Out Savings Show. And uh, I've got Ken, Kevin Charles today. Morning, Kevin. How's Good morning. I want to remind everybody real quickly that you can be part of the show today if you'd like by calling us at 713-339-1070. It's that easy. We'll get you on. Maybe you've got a question about uh, investments, retirement planning, uh, all sorts of things like that. And we're going to be talking about that for the next hour. Yeah, we've got a ton of stuff to go over today. A lot of things are happening in the world. Uh, the world is rapidly changing, and uh, and it's uh, you know where to start. Uh, first, we always like to sit there and, and start about the the Max Out Savings Show is a show about savings and investments, and that's what we really try to work on is is to get people to save more money. And one way you do that is 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 you. Uh, you put away more money in your 401k plan, your 403b, your 457 plan, and, and save a minimum of 10% plus the company match. Uh, most of the research has shown if you're saving that, that gets you about 13%, a little over 13%. Some of the good research I've seen says that that's what you need to sit there and get saved for retirement. In a world today where, where we have out-of-control government spending, we have out of actually more importantly even is really out of control entitlements. It, it, it's it's it, it, there's not there in the future they're not going to be able to sit there and make all these payments on a lot of stuff. And so it's important for you to save for your retirement yourself. And and, and so do the first thing. Remember to save aggressively and then conservatively invest that money. And 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 I tell you what. And now more than ever, really, it's important to conservatively invest that money. I, look, in the world today, we have a very volatile market this week. Uh, the, the market is. Uh, the, it's really. I think it's really risk off in the world today. And 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 by that, that's kind of a fancy way of saying is is you really have to have a defensive position in place. Uh, long-time uh, listeners of the show in, in our, uh, that people that have the Max Out Savings Report, which we send out for free, uh, know that since the beginning of the year, we have really said that we did not think the economy was going to do well this year. And we laid out the case that that it was a problem was capital spending from the energy sector was adding about $400 billion around the world over the last five or six years. Excuse me, about four or five years, and 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 so, and what we we saw was is we were we were producing so much oil in the United States that when oil prices went down again, it wasn't going to be the big boom everyone thought it was because in the past when oil dropped fifty percent, that just means that the Arab countries got fifty percent less money and the and the American people got a tax cut. This time with the shale revolution, which has been a revolution, a huge job revolution. Uh, what what you saw was is is the the cutbacks came here in the United States, and so we've been generally right on that, and and now here we are, uh, into the year. The first quarter was <coughs> was a negative rate, right? And and so what what we really saw was is and then then it picked up some, and then all of a sudden everyone was out saying that well that that was a one time off event and and really we're going to be right back to where we are again with three and a half percent growth rate and it, it is just flat out not happening and uh this week look this was a huge week uh in the investment in the investment world i i i just the the earnings came out and they just flat out weren't good okay here's the good news. 
Amazon reported great earnings. They and Google said, "Look, we're going to try not to lose money, and so we're we're going to try to manage the company for profits." And then Amazon is trying to manage the company for profits. Amazon and Google skyrocketed up. Amazon's trading at a bigger market capitalization than Walmart, the biggest retailer in the in the country. Things are booming in Silicon Valley. Okay, it is a boomtown. Unlike even 1999 over there. And and money is raining from the sky, literally there to invest in every ridiculous company out there that's coming with an idea. Uh, there, there's a massive bubble in private equity. Uh, the valuations are sky high. It's great. If the United States, if you drew a circle around uh, Silicon Valley for about 50 miles, this would be the, the boom town of the planet. Once you get outside of that circle, things aren't good in the rest of the country. And we've been saying this. And what happens is with the prevalence of media today, particularly New York-centric media, which is big into – and they love these new Facebook and and uh, and Google and tech companies. The, the, the whole world in New York City revolves around this. And what they've missed is is underneath it – the the industrial part of the country is declining. The services part of the economy is declining. The middle class is declining, and and so, and you know, we need to somehow change this, and we need to get the whole world doesn't revolve around New York City philosophy, and it's coming through in the media. And I'm digressing to some extent, but uh, I, this is this is the big problem, and and so we had earnings this week. So. Uh, so the, the Apple missed, by the way, because Apple is selling to, to average people out there, and people are hurting. And, and, and so remember when Google and Amazon are just doing advertising dollars and or selling things and not making very much money, or there's a lot of companies that are flat out losing money with $50 billion market capitalizations like Uber. And they're great companies. They have a good future, but they're they're paying sky high ridiculous prices for that and you have this dichotomy in the in the investment world of of hey we got these companies that they're building a rocket ship to the moon wow this is so great it's going to happen in 10 years so we don't know what's going to happen in 10 years we don't know if the rocket's going to get off the launch pad but we're all going crazy with excitement because the guys over at United Technology the guys over at Exxon they're having trouble. They're struggling, and so we can't really invest there. So let's let's invest in a hope and a dream in, in fantasy land, and that's where that's where the investment market is today. And that's what you need to understand out there is is in this market today. There's extraordinarily um, extraordinary amount of risk. It's now risk off in this in this environment. Uh, let's take a look at some of the earnings once we get outside of of the of the Google and the Amazon in a couple of, of tech sector. Apple was pretty bad. Uh, let's take a look at another one. Uh, if, you, if we look at uh, United Technologies missed, IBM missed, Caterpillar missed, 3M missed, American Express missed. The list was on and on across financial sector, across industrial industrials, across energy sectors, uh, all across the, the world, our companies are missing earnings. And this is why the market started selling off this week. Now, you mentioned earlier, right before we came on the air, that there were like 10 American stocks that are pretty much keeping everything afloat. But then there's this something that's missing in the industrial area. You kind of touched on that just a moment ago. Yeah, so. and that's that's the mega caps. And if you look at Apple, Apple Apple's 3.78% of, of the S&P 500, mm-hmm. 3.98% of the S&P 500 before it cracked earlier this week. You have Apple, you have Google, you have Facebook. These companies are all, they're, they're kiting the earnings up. They're mega capping the earnings. And when there's indexes that are based on market cap, you can sort of hold the indexes under. And what it's important for people listening to understand is underneath it, massive amounts of of deterioration is is happening across across the the investment world. And in this what this world is is you have to come up with a barbell approach. And that's what we've done with our clients at Max Out Savings Advisors, a barbell approach to this market. Is you can have some investments in there, but then you've got to have at the other side of the barbell in very safe money markets, treasury type of assets, because it's a very, very, very tough market out there right now. I, I talk to and I listen to the top investors in the world, and I've never in 25 plus years people seen people so confused because there's no easy way to make money out there, and people don't like that. They like to have an edge. We like to have an edge at Max Out Saves and Advisors, and we're having a hard time finding the edge. The best people in the world are having the edge. 
The smartest guys in the room are these hedge fund guys. They're being blown up all over Wall Street right now. And so what you have to understand is this is a tough environment. And so you don't want to be listening to the to the talking heads over uh, with with CNBC and the rest of these cheerleaders, you know, that are telling you how great it is out there because it's not. And and what I want to do is I want to take a look at, at, at a couple things. So you say, Ted, what are you talking about? Right. And before you get into that, let me remind folks, if you would want to be a part of the show today, 713-339-1070 is the number you can call in. And uh, Ted will take your calls and uh, hopefully answer some of your investment and savings and retirement questions. You mentioned earlier that commodities are going basically in the toilet. Yeah. Look, <laughs> here, here's the deal. Is commodity prices are breaking down to 10 to decade lows. Mm-hmm. They're they're breaking underneath the underneath the 2009 financial crisis lows. And, and and by the way, I want to clarify exactly for for the guys like me who don't know exactly what is a commodity. What exactly does that mean? Is that oil? Okay, that's a good is question. That... It's oil prices, it's uh, aluminum prices, it's grains, mm-hmm. it's copper, it's uh lead, it's gold, it's uh all the all the type of commodity that you go in to build a product, okay. and, and and they're all falling uh, across the board. Uh, really, it, it really started and really started ramping up about two or three months ago, and it's, since then it's gone down quite a bit. Okay. And, and this is a real red flag because because in, investors on Wall Street look at commodities because remember, if I'm going to build a car or something, I've got to order my metal, my plastics, my vinyl. My rubber and right. everything like that ahead of time right. so I can build the car three or four months later. So this is telegraphing a slowdown, and I really think it's related to China. The Chinese stock market has crashed, crashed down 30%, and now they're doing massive intervention to try to hold it up. But I just don't see it happening right now. Right. Let's take a tell. we got a call coming in from Oscar. Hello, Oscar. How are you doing today? Oscar, can you hear us? There you uh, go. Yeah, can, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yes. we're good, Oscar. You know, you talk about commodities, and that, that to me was the biggest news uh, last uh, couple of days. Freeport Mac Moran has really broken down. It, it broke the lows of 16. It, it had gone up to 20 again, and that's down around 12. Yeah, you know. You, and now that, that one tells you a lot about commodities. It's a huge company. And what's your what's your comment on that? You know, if if you look at Freeport, it's uh, they got two basic businesses: gold and copper, mm-hmm. and then uh, the oil and gas business. Right. And, and they bought at at the probably near the top, uh, not near the top, but they bought uh, some stuff here in in the in the uh, if some oil stuff, and they took on debt, and that was probably a mistake to do that. Uh, and now they have two two things: they have too much debt, right? And uh, and that that's hurting them. And uh, you know, and then these prices. I mean, I think I would stay away from it. I think what you have to do is you've got to look at these things and see who really has the has too much debt and who, right. who can get through. And and I think this is one of them. And this is. Let me see if I can pull the chart up on that. Uh, hold on, just a second. I want to remind you, you're listening to the Max Out Savings Show while he's looking that up. Uh, if you haven't visited his website lately, maxoutsavings.com is a good place to go. Uh, several things that you can do there. Sign up for the Max Out Savings Report and just uh, possibly set up an appointment with Ted and work out your retirement yeah. plan. Now, you've came up with the... Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that chart looks bad, Oscar, and, and I'm really worried about the, the debt on Freeport. Uh, hey, hey, Ted, one more thing about, mm-hmm. about the companies like commodities. China exports a lot to these third world countries and these third world countries depend on these commodities a lot for for the, the Chile and Bolivia and all these countries like Brazil and uh, oh, Australia China, yeah they, they won't be able to buy nothing from China these people yeah well that's what you're running into is is because yes. they're all commodity driven countries South America Australia and Africa and right. the, the, the 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 economies in these countries are really going in the tank now and that's that's where that's one of the by, uh, byproducts of this uh, commodity thing and the China thing and and so it looks like a worldwide slowdown is, uh, is is it's in the works right now right no no look I think that's clearly that's what you're looking at right here I mean this is this is a big problem I mean this is a global slowdown uh, China's been the big driver and China really seems to have really gone off gone things have gone badly in China so what we've been talking about for years is really come to roost over there. Uh, China uses about 
thirty percent plus of the of 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 the of the zinc, copper, lead, uh, cement, iron ore, uh, uh, all those type of commodities. Uh, they use less oil, but in in, in yeah. and great, Ted, I'll let you go. But comment on petroleum as as also a situation here, and uh, I'll, I'll be okay. You know, yeah, I'll, no, that's good. That's the second segment, Oscar. Okay, thank you. That's it. You know, Oscar's good. Put look, I I think. Look, I think we're looking at a global economic slowdown. This is not – I mean, I'm looking at the commodity prices across the board. They're mm-hmm. all down. I'm looking at earnings for companies, for most companies out there. They were down and they missed. I mean, when when you sit there and have – when you have uh, Apple, United Technology, IBM, American Express, 3M all missing, you, you got real problems out there. And and this is, this is where I really think it's risk off in this market. And I don't think people understand the, the risk involved. And rates are, have been moving up uh, – We'll talk about some what I think is I think short term rates could go up. I think long term rates could go down. But but these these are big changes happening. We're gonna be talking some more about this after this quick break in the Max Out Savings Show. And by the way, if you haven't signed up for that free newsletter or you want some help uh, managing your retirement, that's what we do at MaxOutSavings.com. You can go to the website at MaxOutSavings.com, sign up for the free newsletter. Uh, and if you'd like an appointment to sit down with me, you can also schedule an appointment. So uh, it's MaxOutSavings.com. And if you've got any questions, what's that number? 713-339-1070. And we'll be right back on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 10,010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's solid advice from Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors, and he shares it with you every Saturday when the Max Out Savings Show airs at 10 a.m. on AM 1070, The Answer. Ted's method calculates risk as well as return to actively manage your investments in today's changing markets. Max Out Savings Advisors uses a finely tuned value analysis strategy designed to manage and mitigate risk to prepare and escort you through retirement. Listen to the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka Saturdays at 10 a.m. on AM 1070, The Answer. Hi, it's Mark Davis sitting in for Hugh Hewitt this week in the Town Hall Review. The president finally speaks a morsel of truth about his astonishingly flawed deal with Iran. Will they change their behavior? We're not betting on it. And the shocking reality of Planned Parenthood's trafficking of aborted infant body parts. Because the kidney has value, because the liver has value, because the lungs have value, because the muscles in the legs have value. I would tell you, that child has value. Reactions from Congress give a measure of hope that the government-funded abortion mill is about to be exposed. We need to take action as a Congress, and then, of course, to look at the activities of Planned Parenthood and uh, any of these companies that are brokering the buying and selling of, of body parts. We'll take a closer look in this week's Town Hall Review. Town Hall Review, Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We are talking savings and your retirement. Uh, we were just going over the over the what what's going on in the world in the, in in the in the uh, commodity market in. And really, we, we've seen a lot of uh, we, we've seen a lot of different things happen. And it, it, it's two things. It's People believe we're going into a global slowdown, and that is never a good situation for the stock market. Mm-hmm. And the second thing that's happening is, is uh, look, I think you're getting some real commodity liquidation from hedge funds, and also I think the Chinese. I've, I've, uh, we've tried to track down the commodity stockpiles a number of years ago. I sat down and talked with a uh, top executive at a big commodities firm, uh, a metals company, big metals company, and we're talking about the the uh, the uh, stockpiles of commodities, copper in particular, and other things in China. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Look, we really don't have what we're looking to. Do. We really don't have 
what uh, a good feel for what they've got over there. And and a lot of this commodities really started breaking down with China. And so so this is this is kind of a real red flag out there. Typically. In the past, recessions have started as commodity prices have skyrocketed, and then afterwards, they they go down. So this is kind of a funny one here, uh, but but you're seeing. I mean, there, there's a big story in the Wall Street Journal today that uh, Anglo American, the the big mi- UK mining company, is is get, get is letting go fifty three thousand people, and and this isn't in the U.S. It's mostly going to be overseas, but this just goes to show you. The, the the type of stuff we're seeing out there in in the sector and and, and so uh, you know and, and so it's not just the mining companies but it goes over to people like United Technology it goes over to Caterpillar reported they all missed so I I, I think what this tells us is is in in the world today I really think it's risk off uh, if you look at, at the at the the Dow Jones look right now. The transports are under the 200-day moving average, which is a real red flag. The utilities are under the 200-day moving average, which is a red flag. The uh, the Dow Jones broke underneath the 200-day moving average, uh, which is a red flag. And, that, and, and the, the S&P is under the 100-day now. And, and so, again, more – I mean, we're just getting confirmations all over the place. And so I think you've got to be very careful in this world today. And uh, – with, with, with your with your investments, I was going to ask one quick question. If you want to be on the part of the show today, by the way, you can call seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Oscar did that a minute ago, and Oscar was asking about a company that I didn't get the name. Yeah, of actually, it. We, we got a, we, we 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 had a uh, someone call in. They they they're wondering what that was. Freeport MacMoran. The symbols FCX. Okay, and they're in two businesses: gold and sil- I mean, gold and copper. In Indonesia, they have the big Grassberg mine over there, and then they've also they uh, own some uh, oil and gas in the United States. They bought uh, MacMoran Energy, and uh, I forgot the, the other com- one other company over there, and and they've taken on debt. They have a lot of debt, uh, and the problem is, is people are concerned they can't service the debt. I mean, and you're going to see a lot of this. Uh, look, the the mining companies sold off this week. The gold companies sold off this week. The energy companies sold off this week. The MLP companies sold off this week. The the industrials sold off this week. I mean, it, it's a pretty long list. We've been in the gold. We look. We like gold here. We get. We've gotten a lot of questions on gold. Gold is sort of broken down. I still think there's going to be a crisis that's going to trigger gold, and so we're holding on. We've got losses in the sector right now, mm-hmm. but we're willing to tough it out. We we've stayed away from the energy for our clients. We sold out that. Uh, at the beginning of the year and, and last year, and, and have stayed away from the sector. Uh, so, so we've done, and we tried to avoid a lot of the other sectors as well. And then we have a tremendous amount of cash right now. We are very conservative with our clients right now. But even then, we've got some losses in, in the gold and some stuff. We got some stuff up in the in the the medical, but. Uh, I think you've got to be very careful. This is a barbell approach. So you get in some little few more kind of growthy type of things. We're in some of the medicals, and then you, you, you want to have some very conservative things. Now, we're going to be looking at this carnage continues in some of the energy and some of the other sectors. That, and that's where we need to get – as a matter of fact, we Oscar mentioned this in his call a little while ago. The oil prices over the last week – last week we talked about they were around $50. Yeah, yeah. It's not that good this week, is it? Yeah, no. No, oil right now is at forty seven ninety seven, and Yikes. And so this is a problem here for Houston. And, and you know, I, I want to – Go over that and kind of expand upon that because we we did some work on this and it, there's some, kind of some interesting things. Let's see what Chuck's got to say. Uh, Ted, what about housing? Hey, Chuck. I mean, hello, Ted. Uh, what about housing? Is is this a bad time to be buying a home? You know, look, it's always a good time to buy a home. Uh, look, right now, if I had to guess, Houston real estate's going to sell off some. I, I, you know, I mean, it, by the way, it hasn't really happened yet, uh, but. And oil's gone down, but I, I I'd be a little careful here right now. I mean, you know, with oil back down under fifty, you, you know, real estate's still reasonably hot in this town, and, and so it's not like you're 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 stealing anything. But if you know, if you if you see a house you've wanted for a while and you just want to pay up and, and go for it, I'm 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 just wondering if it would be better to get you know a hundred miles out where maybe you wouldn't have the volatility. Yeah, look. Uh, my, my, here's my thinking on real estate, and we 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 did a real estate deal here 
uh, actually this week completed, I think, uh, knock on wood. But uh, <laughs> the uh, I, I think your growth area is going to be San Antonio all the way up to Waco, all up that I-35 strip. I, I think I think for the next decade, it's going to be there. And so the closer you are to Austin or San Antonio, the better the property is likely to hold value. Does that help her? Yeah, it, 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 it does because I've got a couple of old Army buddies, one in Tyler and one in Waco. And, you know, I've been kind of big on Houston, but I'm really kind of sweating it now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been Houston's been a great place to sit there and invest. I mean, look, what we've got going for us in Houston is just it's such a massive job engine, and 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 we we have diversified, and we just have a ridiculously good workforce in this town, and and you know we have incredibly talented engineers all over the place. We've got a a, a medical center, quite frankly, that's second to none in the entire world if you add it all together, and. uh you know, it, it's it's uh, in, in our space thing. It'd be good if Barack Obama hadn't, you know, basically tried to destroy the space program. It'd be even better. So I, I, I like it. Uh, the, the 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 good thing about Austin and in San Antonio is, is the younger people like to go to Austin. Kids all like Austin. So, yeah. Well, now being going to Texas A and M, me, I'm somewhat <laughs> suspicious of Austin. <laughs> Uh, yes. Yeah, the, the traffic in Austin's even worse than the traffic in Houston. Yeah, yeah, I know that's that's the thing. But I but I do think uh, that you know for the next ten years that would be where I would look. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I say, I've I've, I've traditionally been strong on Houston, and now I'm beginning to to really worry about you know. What's going to happen? I mean, Obama, the administration, hates Texas to begin with. They might spare Houston because it tends to be more their cup of tea. Uh, They're not going to spare Houston. But here, look, here's the good news, Chuck, is Obama's going to be out of there uh, in, in you know less than 18 months now, uh, less than a year and a half. He's going to be gone. And, and, and look, Texas is just a massive juggernaut. Look at look at California. You can't afford to buy a house over there. Kids can't afford to live there. That there's no water. If you want to put a plan in there, you can't even get water. Uh, it, it's just a, a mess. They have the highest poverty rate in the nation in California. Uh, kids can go to Austin and San Antonio and get jobs and afford the houses if they move out a little bit. And it's a pretty nice place to live. And by the way, Austin, you know, there, there's two places in the world. Uh, there's Silicon Valley, and then there's probably Austin and maybe uh, Seattle. Those are the three tech hubs, and no one else comes close. And all, so I think I think Texas is going to continue to boom. I think we have a massive international force. I think we have people coming in from all over the world. We've got good connections. We got tons of water. We got plenty of water. We've got I mean we've got a great business climate, and people want to be here. So this thing isn't going away, but real estate near term slows down. What scares me is this guy could destroy the world in eighteen months. Right, he's going. Yeah, you know, and look, look, look Chuck. I, I, I was, I, I went to a meeting with uh, Ted Cruz this week, and you know, people, people are, are saying, well, he only has one or two percent. This guy raised more money than I think anyone else in just his his campaign. God uh, bless Ted Cruz. God <laughs> bless Ted Cruz. God bless. Ted thanks, Cruz. thanks, I think Chuck. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, and Ted, and Ted Cruz. You know, let me tell you, this guy's for real. He laid out a plan. He's got a huge network out, and he's gonna. He's in it for the long haul. And and so, yeah, I, look, I think we're in good shape. But I appreciate the call, Chuck. All right. Thank you, All right. Well, to remind you, you can, if you want to be part of the show, you can call 713-339-1070. That's the number. We've been talking about commodities being down. Oil is yeah, down. Yeah, oil. Look, here's the deal with oil. Yes. Uh, oil. Oil's come back down for two reasons. Number one, the, the shale producers have been much better at getting the oil out and cutting their costs than anyone thought, Okay, which is that American ingenuity. And the second thing is Iran. And, and actually, the third thing is the OPEC countries are producing about a million and a half barrels more than they were about nine months ago. So they've ramped up production. And I, and I think one of the things they're looking at is they want to keep oil down because the Iranians are going to try to get develop their oil reserves, and they don't want them to be able to do that. And so what you have is 
The Iranians, if they sign this deal, their sanctions will come off and they'll be able to start selling oil to everyone. You know, people forget uh, Iran has – actually, they don't forget. They just don't know this. Iran has uh, about – I want to say they they have the largest super tanker fleet in the world with, with uh, I think it's 42 tankers, 42 VLCCs. These things can carry 2 million barrels of oil, which means at any one time, if those things are full, they probably get 80 million barrels of oil out there in the market. Now, they're only, they're only exporting 2.5 million, 2.7 million, something like barrels outside of the country. They're going to probably ramp it up. But now once the sanctions are lifted, they can sell this oil that's sitting in these tankers. And so that's putting additional pressure on oil prices. You mentioned something earlier about a barbell effect. Can yeah. you expand on that? What exactly does that mean? Yeah. Uh, what, what, what that is is that's got more to do with, with the, the, the investments, which is really on one side you want to take a risk on some different – sectors maybe you want to go in the oil sector maybe you want to go pick up uh, some of the some of the depressed uh precious metal stocks those areas right. and then you want to have the other side which is cash money market uh treasury ETFs short term bond uh, funds, those type of things with, with very safe things because it's a very uncertain world today. I mean, and we've seen this. Oil prices were $60. A couple of weeks ago, they've dropped about 17% in, in eight, actually probably closer to 20% in the last month. And, and they're back down. So you've got to have, in a world today where commodity prices suddenly plunge uh, down uh, to, to, to record lows in the last decade, you've got to have understand the world is rapidly changing out there. Commodity prices aren't falling because the economy is good. They're falling because there's a problem in the world and they're telegraphing it. And so so we have Iran out there now that's coming on the market. That's dropped production. The good news is our companies are adjusting their cost structure to, to compete. And, and as we talked about in the show last week, the big oil companies, your Exxons, your Shells, your Chevrons, those guys have refining and marketing. So as we've talked about on the show last week, the the upstream the downstream is making money. Now downstream is your refining and marketing, your refinery, your your gas stations, the shell station, things like that. They're making a lot of money on on the crack spreads, the spread between the price of oil and the price of gasoline at the pump right now. And so gasoline hasn't fallen as quickly as oil prices have fallen. And so they're able to stabilize. So these companies are in better shape. The 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 the, the smaller, the exploration companies that are drilling for oil, your Apaches, your Anadarkos, your Simerex, uh, those companies are all slowing down because the only thing they have is production. So they've got to cut costs. And that that's what we're dealing with in the world. And and this is why we've seen the big sell-off in oil companies. I've got a lot of people calling me. I've, I've talked to people. I'm working out, and some people are asking me about oil. They're all concerned uh, about oil stocks, and it, people are selling them. There's not much liquidity, and we're also hearing rumors now that some hedge funds are in trouble, particularly in the MLP sector, and they're dumping the their, their master-limited partnerships that they've levered up on. And this is why you're seeing the big drops in the last week in that sector, in the oil and gas sector. There's a lot of people that have made a lot of bad bets in the energy sector, and it's all coming home to roost. Now, the good news is this is going to sit there and be the opportunity to let you buy these things cheaply. We're not in the sector at Max Out Savings Advisors where we're going to start be looking at real hard on it and trying to under, um, uncover the values. And the other thing I'm noticing, you're starting to be able to lock in some very, very good dividends over the long term. Remember, investing is a long-term vehicle. It's not a short-term vehicle. Uh, I, I listened to, to, to Hillary Clinton talk about uh, the uh, – you know, she wants to slap a big tax on on capital gains because of these activist investors that are running around having companies spin off operations and fire workers to boost the earnings so they can jump up for a quarter or two and they can bail out. Look, I don't blame her for getting upset with those people because I'm not. No one's happy about those, but understand that most people are long-term investors. The big money. How many people in this town have Exxon stock their grandmother owned that they had? $10,000 worth, and now it's worth a half a million dollars. And there's a lot of people in this town. With uh, River Oaks is filled with people with Exxon stock parked in the safety deposit box. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. This is a long-term game, and you want to 
so so don't get spooked out of the market in panic, but at the same time, understand this is a long-term game and understand you better have your risk parameters in place, and that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. There's nothing wrong with losing a little bit of money, but you don't want to wipe out your savings, and that's the key. So we're coming up on a quick break. If you have any questions or comments, what's that number, Kevin? Again, you can call uh, 713-339-1070. We'll be a part of the show today. And uh, again, we'll be coming up here on our last segment in just a couple of minutes. So get your phone calls in now on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioca now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. We've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets recently. Do you have a plan in place to protect your retirement? Max Out Savings can lead you through these troubling times so you can enjoy your retirement. Retirement should be a time to follow your dreams, not to worry about your investments. Let Max Out Savings be your retirement partner. Set up an appointment with us at MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Or call us at 713-627-0400. That's 713-627-0400. Okay, so let me see if I get this straight. You want the truck with the most towing power, the most payload, that accelerates faster, stops quicker, handles better than ever, that works smarter, is loaded with a ton of new technology and tools, has best-in-class gas mileage, that doesn't rust, and has the government's highest overall safety rating, five stars. Have I got that right? That's all you want, right? Everything? Okay. What color? This is the high-strength, military-grade, aluminum alloy body Ford F-150, and this changes everything. Built Ford Tough. Towing when properly equipped with available 3.5-liter EcoBoost V6 4x2. Payload when properly equipped with available 5.0-liter V8 4x2. Class is full-size pickups under 8,500 pounds GVWR. EPA-estimated fuel economy rating of 19 city, 26 highway, 22 combined MPG, 2.7-liter EcoBoost V6 4x2. Actual mileage will vary. Government five-star safety ratings are part of the U.S. Department of Transportation's new car assessment program, safercar.gov. Dennis Prager here on the next Dennis Prager Show. Why did the president decide to release Jonathan Pollard, the Israeli spy? I have some theories on that. Plus, the rally I will have spoken at against the Iran deal and terrible killings in Louisiana. So much more from the news of the weekend on the next Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Michael Medved at 2 on AM 1070. The answer. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking saving investment in your retirement. We've got a call coming in from Dimitri. Hello, Dimitri. Yeah, hello, Ted. You had a question for us. Well, I'm, with the Greek uh, situation, uh, is it's going to affect uh, uh, our economy in terms of uh, purchasing stocks or bonds that may be in, in Europe? Yeah, you know, I t- that's that's a good question. I t- it's affected things a couple ways, and in, in, in not the way people think. It's really caused the the euro to drop, which is, and I think it's going to continue to drop some. Which which means that uh, the Europeans understand they've got to somehow get some inflation going and get their economy going. So the lower the euro goes, the more they can export. And so you can go to Europe cheaper now. The euro used to be about 120, 125, and and now it's about 108 in here right now. So that that's a savings on 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 the the if you're if you're going over to Europe if you're buying things it's going to make it cheaper, and and I think it's going lower. And and so you're going to be able to buy things cheaper with stronger U.S. dollars in Europe because of the Greek situation. Well, I was contemplating a trip to Greece, but I was told that they wouldn't accept U.S. dollars, that I would have to use uh, euros. Is that true? Well, you know, they would kind of like euros, but these people are happy to take dollars over there. Don't kid yourself. They just, you know, it's kind of like, you know, they don't want to, you know, like they like to insult us somehow like most Europeans do, but they'll take the money. Although I find, honestly, I find the, the Greeks some of the really more friendly people out there. Okay, well, thank you very much. Yeah, and, you know, Dimitri, one interesting thing. Uh, this week uh, I saw two people. I want to say one of them was, uh, who's the guy that did the Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, Maybe it was John. I think it was Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah. And, and I think also Warren Buffett bought islands in Greece. Really? Recently, so the smart money is starting to move over there. Although I'm not sure Johnny Depp is smart money, but 
He's uh, got money. <laughs> he has, but but Warren Buffett is, and they're starting to move in into into the Greek property. And look, I think eventually Greece gets through this, and I, I think Greece is one of the singular great places people want to be in the world over the long term. And uh, and so I think property in Greece now would be a pretty darn good investment. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks. Good All question. Right. That's a question on Greece. One of the mm-hmm. big. I mean, really, it's been two major problems. It's been Greece and China, and yep. now. China's really starting to overtake things. What I'm looking for is the euro to go lower. And uh, and the dollar, I think, is going to stay high just because uh, people right now are really – they're nervous. They view us as a safe place to be. And, by the way, I'm seeing some numbers of – I want to say it's 400 – I've seen all, numbers all over the place. Massive amounts of money is now fleeing China. Somewhere in here, the Chinese are going to have to, A, cut – devalue their currency or, B, put on – I think they're going to shut down – some of this money leaving the country pretty quickly. Right. We haven't talked a whole lot yet about the Max Out Savings Report. It's the newsletter you can go to the website and sign up for, and just go to maxoutsavings.com. You'll find a place there where you can sign up for the newsletter, get this information that we talk about on the show, uh, sent directly to your email approximately one a month or so. And at the same time, while you're on the website, you can find a, a place where you can sign up to have an appointment and sit down and talk with Ted about your retirement plan, what exactly you have going for you now and where you'd like it to be, and and he'll be uh, happy to, to work things out with you. Now, Ted, I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. It, aside from all these international things and that we talk about uh, with money, and what brings people to you? What There's there's times when we go through life and we're like, yeah, I can handle everything myself, and then someday you go, I need some help with this. Yeah, it, what it, brings people uh, in your door? Uh, basically, it, it, it's a couple things. Uh, most of our, our business is is IRA rollovers, people retiring, people leave their job, they come and mm-hmm. bring their their old 401k for us to manage. Mm-hmm. And then and we also have another group of people that just actually they just get tired of managing it themselves. I mean, this is this is really tough times to manage money. I mean, you really it's it's it, it's really exceptionally tough. I mean, it, you can hear it listening to the top investors in the world with their frustration. And, and so the average person is completely lost in, in this market. And so you have to have some type of plan. And a lot of people go, look, I'm just going to turn it over. I'm tired of dealing with this. Right. And, and so we actually get a lot of people that just want someone else managing the money. And we also sometimes get people that, look, I just want, uh, I'm getting a little older. I want to have, so I want to establish some relationships over the long term. Uh, you know, to, to manage the funds for us. And and then the other, we, we get other people, sometimes people come in with the trust or they've an inheritance and they go, look, we, <laughs> we'd we like you to manage those funds. And we, 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 that's the other bigger area is, is some type of event happens where they get some money, you know, they, they, they strike oil in the, you know, in, uh, on the ranch or whatever, mm-hmm. and and they need somebody to help them manage the money. Yeah, no, that would be me if I were to, if I were in that situation. Something happened in my world where I suddenly came into something, and I would not want to be the guy who was responsible. I would want somebody to come in and say, "Here's a place that you well, can put yeah, it I mean, we, safely." Really, we have two groups of people really mm-hmm. that come into us. Is one of them are people like you that just you know they like look, I don't want to deal with this and that right. You know, please take it over. Um, uh, changing jobs, take this four hundred one k plan. Those type of things are inherited some money. Mm-hmm. And we get the other. We get very sophisticated people in that are just don't want to deal with this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so it's kind of really it, it's uh, those are the the big ones. Uh, the lion's share of it is really the the four hundred one ks, the IRA rollovers. Uh, th- those people come in, and, and you know, I've talked about it, and, and I've really talked on this show last week. I'm really kind of moving. I used to be more of kind of agnostic if people want to leave the plans at their other other place, and mm-hmm. uh, people would ask me all the time, "Well, you can do this, or you can have us managing." Do you know more and more? I'm like, you better. You're probably smart to get it away from those companies because really, some of these companies have farmed out the the benefits in the 401k plan to people like Fidelity or other people out there and and they just really don't care about you. I you know they they're more interested in the money and they're not working for the company where you were an employee so they really don't have that connection. And, and and so they're just trying to get the money over to Fidelity or whatever and that's all they care about. And and so I think more and more uh you should do that in and particularly if anything ever happens to you, it's just a complete nightmare to get money out of a 401k uh, at, a, at an old company. Mm-hmm. And uh, so so those are some of the things. Uh, 
you know, while we're on that subject, I tell you something we're, we're still we're coming across more really problems with beneficiaries. You really have to check those beneficiary forms. I mean, this is a big deal uh, in Texas, and a lot of people don't understand that the beneficiary forms on your 401k, particularly your IRA accounts, uh, at death, those are the things that rule. It's not your will. It's it's what's on those forms. And, 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 and you really have to pay a lot of attention to what you put on those forms. And typically it's, yes, p- put the wife on or the wife puts the husband on, and then the, the, the kids are the, the secondary beneficiary form. Mm-hmm. But if you have another kid... Uh, you got to watch it. I mean, we have people we've done business with for 25 years, and you've got to, you know, constantly be monitoring that type of stuff. Uh, and 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 it's it's important to understand that. I mean, people go through divorces; uh, they have children. Uh, it, it's just all things change in the world, and they, they'll be keeping their will up to date. And and the problem is, is they'll forget the beneficiary forms. This is a really big deal out there. Understand what your beneficiary forms say on those IRA accounts. It really becomes the big deal if you're the third child and they only listed two. Well, you know, know, I mean, they've got, they've had stuff it go through, happen. they've had stuff go through divorces and the, oh, they, yeah. they, they're divorced and the person forgot to put the, change the beneficiary from his ex-wife and it's gone to, it's gone to court and, you know, yeah. I'm sorry, that's the way it is. And, and so th- this is the big thing that people make mistakes on. There's another aspect of it that I'm beginning to see myself and that is that my kids were going to be in debt forever because they went to college. And so that would bring me in your door, I would think. Some way to figure out how do we, how do we deal with all these things. It's, yeah, I mean, we, we, we do some of that. Our, our main business is, is managing the money. And right. What we try to do is we try to do the planning to help people with retirement. Right. And so, hey, how can you sit there and, and get to retirement? How can you do it? And we kind of counsel them on, on, on the the kids' debts and things like that. But mm-hmm. but our, we try to do our main focus is really on the investment management and on the uh, the, the navigating through retirement. And, and okay. that, I think, is, is, is the real the key. I mean, young people today, they have a lot of debt. And the frustrating thing is, look, school – there's there's two places in this country where expenses have gotten completely out of control and and completely uh, divorced from reality. One of them is the medical expenses, and the second one is college expenses. Mm-hmm. And what used to be, you know, I remember my dad, you know, we're trying to decide where to go send my son to school. And he's like, well, you know, I explained where he was going in pri- private school here, and it's pretty pretty expensive and mm-hmm. yeah and my dad's well that's outrageous you know i can't believe it and you know when you sent, we sent you to texas a&m it was three thousand five hundred dollars <laughs> a year or something and you know why don't you send him up he mentioned his school up in new york you know why don't you send him up there so we you know with the internet now pulled up how much his school cost and it was the same as the private school uh-huh. and he couldn't believe it it's yeah. you know fifty thousand dollars a year and, and and so this is you have to save for all these expenses, and you have to uh, – to, to answer one of the questions with the debt, if you can help your kids out to some extent – and by the way, this is a good point because we're coming up on this for school right now is when it comes to paying for school, here's a couple things you can use. Uh, the, the kids have to pay for it with the money they save from work. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, the reach uh, – not the research, but my answer talking to people is the guys that work through school – when they're going to school, tend to be the guys running the corporations today. Got a point. <laughs> True story. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, but you can pay for it by a job. You can pay for it through savings. Mm-hmm. The parents can help. A lot of people forget the grandparents. Look, grandparents might not give their kids a dime for anything, but when it comes to the when it comes to the grandkids' education, oftentimes they'll chip in for some of that. And so it it doesn't hurt even if you haven't taken anything from your parents to sit there if the kids are going to college to ask for that. It's a fair thing because you're trying to get the next generation through and you don't want to saddle them with too much debt. Then they can have some debt as well, but the key is managing that debt. What we find is kids don't understand. Oh yeah, I'll take ten thousand. I'll take twenty. I'll take thirty thousand, and they just don't understand the real cost of debt. Where 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 kids get in trouble with credit cards is they get their first credit card and they just run up the bill. You know, three in two months or three months, and and the, and they it takes them five years to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So work with the kids and, and understand it and pull the money in from everywhere. I got to kind of shift your gears for just a second. You mentioned something earlier about. Knowing a lot about the city of Houston, there's people in the, like the River Oaks area who have, you know, Exxon stocks stuck away in a in a savings account. Yeah, somewhere. it's a long term investment. Yeah. You know all about Houston. Is there are there things that are unique to how you invest for your future? 
yeah, that I, are unique to Houston. I think and, Houstonians are more conservative. Okay. I, I think they're actually they're they're comfortable with risk. Uh, and, 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 you know, they've been the oil business. They're in a lot of different things where they have to deal with things, analyze and, and risk analysis. Mm-hmm. And so I find Houstonians are more comfortable in the stock market. I find they're more – they're actually actually more comfortable in the market than bonds in many cases in Houston because they have so many oil companies and, and things that have done well. Right. And it, you know this because you, you've been here. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, yeah. I've, I've spent most of my life here uh, – since I was about 13 years old, and, and so uh, it, you know, you, I understand Houstonians, and, and you know, plus I have an engineering degree. A lot of engineers in this town, and, and, and so, but yeah, I mean, this is a very conservative town that really understands. This is why Houston works. I mean, you've got, I mean, a lot of places on the East Coast, they tend to be too conservative. They're afraid to do anything. They, you know, they just want to invest in short-term bonds. They're they're not risk. Houston is full of risk takers, but they're calculating risk takers. They're engineers. They're doctors. They're people. You know, within the space program, and that that's why this is such a powerful town. But coming up on the end of the show, a couple things I want to. If you need some help, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. You can set up an appointment with me. I'll be happy to to meet with you. I'd like to meet with you, and uh, we'll go over your financial situation. And if you just like a copy of our free Max Out Savings Report, which we, we, we ask you to be put on the list. It's free. You're on the list. And about once or twice a month, we send out reports and everything from why the, why the investment banks were going to fail in 2008 that we wrote about in 2007. This was landmark work. No one else out there was doing it. We explained why it was going to happen. We don't just say stuff is going to happen. We try to lay out the case so you can understand it. We talk about how to handle common uh, sudden wealth, common 401k mistakes. There's a lot of good stuff in the reports, and it's free. Just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. A couple things. Look, oil prices are going low, and we're hearing rumors of some hedge funds in trouble dumping energy stocks and MLPs and things. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- th- things are getting kind of interesting. We're looking at a global slowdown out there, and now I think you really have to have sort of risk off and understand the risk in the market and have a plan in place. And if you don't have a plan in place, you know, get some help. Uh, if you need some help, we'll be happy to help you out. Just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. Uh, thanks a lot for listening to the show, and we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show, right here on 1070 KNTH. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.